Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Laurie and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Laurie today. Are both of you ready to beat Shazam? I guess. Okay. Oh, wow. wow, that was enthusiastic. enthusiastic. Give it the old just... college try. Thank you so much for we're making gonna, Donnie, <laughs> we're going to try. Okay. Okay. All right. Time for My Talk's ripoff of the new game show, Beat Beat Shazam. Shazam. Okay, since we had been giving away Bon Jovi tickets all this week, oh, no. I picked songs from a big year before Bon Jovi. That year, oh, 1986, no. when uh-huh. they had not one but two number one songs. Living on a Prayer and You Give Love a Bad Name. All right, so all of these songs are from the year 1986. Okay. All right, are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, I need the title of the song. Um, feel for you. Um, I love you. Um, touching me. When I think of you. Yes, that's it. Very good, Julia. Deanna Jackson, When I Think of You. All right, well done. All right, song number two from 86. Here we go. Think about higher love. Julia, Steve hot, Winwood. Hot. Higher I love Steve Winwood. I loved him. Julia, two for two. All right, here we go. Song number three from 1986. Super Freak. Um, word up. Out. Is it word up? Word up. Oh, word up. Word up. Cameo. Holly got it. Okay. okay. Number four from 1986. The Human League. The, so, oh, you know, how convenient. I, I believe that song was written by uh, Terry and uh, Jimmy. Really? Yeah, oh, did uh, the Human League d- sing Don't, don't, don't You Want Me? Don't You Want Me, baby. I love that song. Okay. All right, our last song from hey. 1986 is this one. Three to two. Oh, ooh, what's oh, a good Holly one? Holly knows her 1986 a... music. I, uh... Okay, there we go. All right, 1986. So that song is Word Up. I never knew Word Up. Word up. Mm-hmm. I always would think it was something else, but I loved that song. Yeah. yeah. Who that sings was Chameleon? It? Cameo. Oh, Cameo. Cameo. Was, that, was Cameo a one-hit wonder? Uh, on the pop charts, they were a one-hit wonder. They but had, on the rhythm and blues, on the R- on the R&B they were charts, better? They were better, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. What's up? 
Yeah, well, what's hanging? What's that? Happy here. Friday, Shaking. Julia. Happy, How you doing? Happy Friday is right. Um, I'm doing good. Um, do you know what it is the year of, people? It's the year of the dog. The, the dog. dog. Yes. This is one of the 12 signs of the Chinese zodiac. And um, unlike Western astrology, each sign lasts for a whole year. And each year takes the name of an animal whose characteristics of color and influence and they color and influence everything that happens for the next 12 months. And in the year of the dog, it signals a fortunate 12 months ahead for most of the people that were born in these years. The dog years of 1935, if you're listening, mm-hmm. 1947, 1959, 1971, 82, 94, and 2006. So this is a lucky year for you if you were born in the year Absolutely. of the dog. And the dog's vulnerability in their sign is they procrastinate a little bit too long and sometimes they miss opportunities. Ooh. So know that about yourself if you were born in the year of a dog. Um, mm. and, but okay. you're also loyal and forthright with a keen sense of justice. You're also stubborn, irritable, and easily angered wow. if you were born in the year okay. of the dog. Speaking of the year of the dog. Yes. Yes. The cat cafe is opening today. I know, Julia. <laughs> Are you going to? I, I just need to know. I want a report. I want an Instagram video. What are we doing? You're what, gonna get how in, are you going to celebrate? How are we going to celebrate the opening of the Cafe Meow, which is in Minneapolis, Minnesota's first cat cafe? Well... I'm probably going to go Sunday. I don't have time tomorrow. They're having a grand opening thing tonight, but I will give you, you a full invited? report. Did you get a VIP? Invite? Unfortunately, no, I really? did not get a VIP. I know it is we very disappointing. We host the cat video festival. I know. What's up with that? Well, we actually have had the uh, the women who run the Cafe Meow. I think we've interviewed them a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And this has been a project I know of that for they've long. been working on for a long time. It's, you know, there's a lot of things that you have to consider with the Cat Cafe. Just like like health code things. Sure. And, and where are you going to get the cats and how are you going to handle that? I mean, it's just a lot of business planning. But Are you going to be able to adopt a cat? Yeah. Right there on site. Well, not there right on site. I think that the way that it works, and I, I might be speaking out of school, but the, but all we're the used ca- to doing that on the show. But so we're no used worries. to doing it. So, yeah. Okay, comfortable. Woo, come I'm just on. gonna relax a little bit. No, you but, know what show you're on. Yes, I know. But I think the way that it works is that there will be cats, and I and that if you meet a cat. That you just fall in love with, like Julia, you when just you, you, you cat, when you meet a cat and you, you walk like in, a lot. and you walk in and you meet. <laughs> I love that. Fall in love. love, and that happens to you, Julia. The 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 room parts, the sparkles come down, and you meet a cat that you love. I think that they will get you in contact with the local organization that represents the cat. And do cats then, have accidents. What do you mean? Like, do they go? Well, no, they use the well, little I know one. they do, but do uh, how do you train them? I mean, like if you got a if you got a, a rescue cat and it mm-hmm. came to my home, would it pee on my couch? No, you. What you would do is you would show the cat mm-hmm. the location of the litter box, and what you do is you just take the cat and you go plop and you put it in the box, and that's it. Well, and you have to kind of do it a couple of times so that they know where the litter box is, and then they will understand. But uh, do they really get it that fast? Yes, yeah. yeah, they do. I yeah. train dogs. Yes. They yeah. don't pick up that, that fast. Cats. Yeah, so cats, cats. They get it. Like in a week. Yeah, well, and usually, you know, if you're adopting a cat, they're probably most likely not a kitten. If you're adopting an adult cat, okay. so they know the gig. Uh, as far as as using a litter box, but they're like any animal, you know. If you have an older an elder animal and they're having incontinence issues, I mean, you might get a surprise. Or I mean, yeah, I just like didn't. I know what cat poop looks like, but I yeah. just don't know if yeah. they pee a lot. Uh, yes. I, well, I mean, they pee and poop as much as an animal of their size yeah, would. Just and you got to like change dogs. the litter box once a day. 
Yeah, you once scoop, a day. Yeah, you got to scoop it out. It's like well, you digging for. It. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's digging for buried treasure. It's fun. Like it's so I can't. Like, yeah, I, mean, I can't handle that. Could be in the same category <laughs> as fun. Julia. Here's here's what you do when you clean your litter box. You pretend like you're an old timey prospector digging for gold, yeah. and then you take the scoop and you just <laughs> sift it out. Right, and then you the know time. when you. <laughs> you <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I mean, thank you, Donnie. Look at the time. All right, when we come back, well, gamify um, your life. All right. Of giving up on season three. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Thanks for hanging out with us today in the first day of the year of the dog. And uh, by the way, Julia, yes, you were born. I checked it because I know when you were born. You are the year of the rabbit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're the rabbit. Hop, hop, hop. I'm the year of the snake. <laughs> so I that fits. I, I didn't have hollies because I wasn't. <laughs> I, wait, 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 wait. That fits. I mean, that could be read several different ways. Yeah. I'm several you. different okay. ways. What? I was born in the year of the boar. I do know that. The boar. All yes. right. Well, the okay. pig. The pig. All right. The boar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All and right. I'm a rabbit. A rabbit. A rabbit. I'm a See, snake. I would have to think of, you know, because I always go back to like reading to my kids and the animals and having a sound for all of the animals because yeah. that was just so fun. And when we'd get to the giraffe, they never had a sound, so I'd always go, I have a really long neck, would be their sound. I think that's very creative. I mean, I would always come <laughs> up with something. I like that. So the rabbit, hop, hop, hop. I mean, I hop, 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 hop. So stupid. <laughs> but you I'm going to listen to the rabbit that I see in my yard. I mean, they don't okay. make it easy. They have their little... They don't yeah, make a sound. Like, they don't make a sound. No, but if you were born really. in the year of the rabbit, um, your lucky colors are red, pink, purple, and blue. I g- agree. Your lucky numbers are three, four, and six. And your lucky flowers are plantain lily and jasmine. Lovely. I like both of those. They smell lovely. Also, yeah. want to let you know that your unlucky colors are dark brown, dark yellow, and white. And uh, your unlucky direction is northwest and southwest. <laughs> So you know, really, northwest and southwest. Unlucky direction. Unlucky direction. Who knew? Well, who knew? All right, get to the randoms. Get to the random. If this is not random enough, (laughs) please. It's not random enough. Enough about me. (laughs) Enough about me. Back to you. Uh, I like this one. You know, we just had the Westminster Dog Show. Mm -hmm. Um, They are going to. This is coming up on February nineteenth on the Hallmark Channel. It is the first American Rescue Dog Show. Oh, really? That's a good idea. It will feature a. plethora of dogs of breeds and mixes as long as you're a rescue dog you can compete it's going to be hosted by rebecca rebecca romaine will be one of the hosts uh judges include rick springfield and ross matthews uh the dozens of dogs competing in its first of a kind doggy showdown will be vying to win a range of adorable groups from best in wiggle butt to best in snoring the top 10 dogs from these groups will face off for the night's biggest award, Best in Rescue, and the Petco Foundation is providing $75,000 in nonprofit grants to the winners. That is that's like that really idea. clever, yeah. but I'm just thinking of Rick Springfield and Ross Matthews. How yeah. What a fun judging. I yeah. love it. I absolutely oh. love the combo. Who would ever ever put those two together? I, I don't know. I kind of love executives it. at the Hallmark. He's, he's yeah. obviously yeah. already done with um, going to be off Big Brother. Ross Matthews. Big Brother. Or mm-hmm. maybe that this was, was pre-taped. pre-taped. Yep. I feel like this has been a pre-taped event. Mm-hmm. What, you two, what are your favorite 
sodas of all time. So just pick one. So, Julia, what's your favorite pop of all time? If you had to drink one for the rest of your life, what is your favorite? Or what do you think is the best? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola classic. Real Coke. Real mm-hmm. Coke. Yeah. Donnie? Yeah. I I got to go with that. I was going to mm-hmm. say Orange Crush, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go with good old Coke. I love well, Coke. Well, you guys are not alone because Ranker.com had more than 18,000 people vote on the best sodas of all time. And Coca-Cola classic came in at number one. It's something. It is something. Dr. It Pepper is, something. is number two on this list, followed by Sprite, A&W, Root Beer, Mountain Dew, 7-Up, Orange Crush, Johnny. Oh, good. Yeah. Came in the top 10, followed okay. by Cherry Coke, Sunkissed Orange is in the top 10, and so is Barks Root Beer. You know what about the Coke? Because I was reading something that they're trying to d- figure out. You know, soda pop sales have just gone in the tanker, and they're oh, just yeah. trying to figure out these companies, PepsiCo and Coke, are trying to figure out ways to keep market share and blah, 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 blah. Yep. But they're putting them in little cans now, which I like because a big can of Coke is 300 calories or something oh. outrageous. Well, the sugar, well, oh, the sugar, the sugar there's like massive. at least 45 so grams of but sugar. But a little in a can tiny of can of Coke, you know, you could do. I love that idea. And I, do too. I like the little cans of Coke because I can never finish a regular can of Coke. Even just a 12 ounce Coca Cola classic is really hard for me to finish. Mm-hmm. It just gets too sweet. Right. But they're great if you have a stomach ache, upset stomach. Yes. You get out all the bubbles. Coke is yeah, the one to flat use. Coke. Yep. Yep. But mm-hmm. I really, I love the little bottles. The little bottles. Because they're so bottles. cute and you oh. can have them then. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can drink the whole thing mm-hmm. and don't feel like you're wasting stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. And the only way it's, I think, really good is if it's cold on Just ice. Crispy. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. So I like good. mine cold, refrigerated. So cold. Ready to go. Yep. Uh, this weekend uh, at Canterbury Park, if you've never seen ski joring, oh which is combining goodness. horses, cowboys, and skiers and jumps, it's going to be at Canterbury Park. Okay, Ex- how is, does that work? That sounds well. So horses, horses tow skiers at top speed <gasps> along a snow-covered race course with jumps and obstacles. That sounds so fun! It's like yeah. it's like pulling your kids behind a snowmobile. Yeah. Why is this in the Olympics? Yeah. That's what I want. I love this. Should be. Uh, so it'll be one to four p.m. Uh, at Canterbury Park. Tickets are $10 and free for ages 17 and younger. Wow. That's a good deal. That is a really good deal. Okay, ski joring. Ski joring? Ski joring. Go ahead. When do you think, when did you feel like you became an adult? Like, when, a real, when like I, a real what, what fully blown adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, where you're like, I'm an adult now. I'm just like really an adult. Hmm. Probably when, either when I bought my first house, our yeah. first house, or when I had my first child. All right, so it was think, house and kids. I think for me it was those two things. Because uh-huh. like seriously, I had a payment, right. and now it felt real. Yeah, well, I have a mortgage, yeah. and I'm really, I am responsible for and this. And I get to decorate it, and I, you know, oh, yeah. and, you know I loved that. Well, how about you, Donnie? I think for me it was when I, when I bought my first car. Your first car. Yeah. Yeah. I- this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I had to make that payment. And Yeah, exactly. Having a payment. Well, the car didn't appear on this list, but buying no. a house is number six on the top 10 things that make you an adult. So, Oh my gosh, what happens before? What happens? Well, first you pay your own bills. Okay, well, and then you do your own laundry. So baby steps here. So you're doing are those number one and two. Number two, right? Doing your own laundry. Doing your <laughs> own laundry is the number two wow. thing that makes you feel like an adult. I was adult at thirteen. But yeah, having yeah. a budget is number three on this list. I was thirteen. <laughs> and then moving out of your parents' place where you're thirteen. Seventeen. You Seventeen. <laughs> kicked out. Not uh, even moved. Kicked out. Having out. insurance <laughs> is uh, the number five thing that makes you that feel at 16. Like, and buying a house. Number six, Mm -hmm. making your own financial decisions without asking mom and dad. Uh, 17. And paying into a retirement account. Also, keeping your house clean is something that makes you feel like an adult. (laughs) And buying groceries regularly instead of stocking up once a month Mm. or not buying groceries at all. Wow. So those are the things, the top 10 things. That according and not even having a baby on that list. Not even having a baby. I mean, I'm sure that there. That are, was mine. The minute I was responsible for something else besides me, whoa. and it just was like, bam. Well, it's like a. Well, yeah, of course you are. Life an adult. is never like it would be ever again. Exactly. And number twenty eight on this list is knowing how to change a light bulb. Oh because people don't know how to do that I, anymore. I, I, I don't know what to say about that. That's silly. <laughs> that list stupid. is silly because some of them, you know, doing your own laundry makes you feel like adult. People do that really young. Well, yeah. right, but well, it's those, but it's one of those steps, I think, in the okay. gradual. I was waiting for it, a big experience. I think, I, yeah. Well, yeah. Di- Kenny, when did you f- feel like an adult? I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's perfect. Is that any kind of goal yeah. or do you aim do your of yours? own laundry, Kenny? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah. My closet is uh, all of my clothes actually hang in the laundry room, so I can just drop them on the floor and then. Does your wife give you your own laundry room? I love that. No, it's in the laundry room. The laundry room's in the basement. And Uh, and that's your closet. And that's where I change clothes in the laundry room. I totally believe you. And then when you do that, do you look at all the shirts on the floor from Fleet Farm and you smell them and you're like, okay, this one's kind of fresh. This one's maybe fresh. I I don't know. Yeah, I wait till the hanger rod is empty and there's no more Fleet Farm shirts on the (laughs) But I feel like, Kenny, you probably have a closet that's like a cartoon character, meaning that all the shirts are exactly the same. Yeah, like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, like Fred Flintstone, Mm -hmm. Doug, the cartoon, which is amazing, and I am so jealous of you, by the way. It's not even a closet. It's actually just like an eight-foot-long rod hanging from the ceiling. And then I have a dresser that my kid grew out of that I use that for my socks. In the laundry room. Yeah, yeah. Just in the big open laundry room. That's a vision. Well, that's because your wife has kicked you out of the closet in your bedroom. Yeah, that's exactly Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know that. And I totally know that. Here's the here's the uh, childish part. When I do my own laundry, instead of hanging it up, it usually just gets put on the table. I yes. understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm and, just... then it, and then you throw it in the dryer and rewash it so it won't be wrinkled. I know how yep. it goes. We all know how it goes. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. All right, take it away. All right, I've got no rules. If you're ever playing Jazam in the future, that's by Dua Lipa. Uh, yeah. New rules. New rules. New I've rules. got no Lisa. rules. I've got them. Okay, so a couple new uh, songs came out this week. They're actually um, covers. The first one we um, heard about the other day, and it's Frank Ocean, and he did a remake of the classic by Andy Williams. Moon River. And, of course, Donnie, 
I have that on a playlist. <laughs> Andy Williams' Andy version, Andy Williams of Moon version of Moon River? Of Moon River? I do. Okay. Oh, I the, love Moon River. Oh, no, I have it on the yeah. playlist called Dad's Playlist. My Aww. daddy owns. I made him a playlist. I have all this sappy music. I used to, uh, when my daughter was very, very little, mm-hmm. I would always have to, after we read the story, I would always have to sing to her. And that was one of the songs she loved me to sing to her was Moon oh. River. Isn't that nice? It's Aww, a lovely one. Donnie. Oh, and if you sweet. don't want to, here, here we go. All right, Frank Ocean. Wait, here you go. Here we go. Oh, I was going to play my version. song I, it, I this is like a top 10 is. favorite Don't song you of think mine yeah. because it's so and then the andy williams one if you just want to hear it oh well yeah. i have it well on your phone well, can you hear that <laughs> yes <laughs> he's lovely it is lovely <laughs> <laughs> he's lovely <laughs> from of course breakfast at, at tiffany's, tiffany's yes. uh-huh and then you also have the classic by him where do I begin? Uh, yes, with this love story. This is on the playlist of my dad for An- Andy Williams. Mm-hmm. Another classic track. I have three from Andy him. Williams. Huh? My mom loved Andy. Williams. Oh, my yeah. dad did, and then yeah. Paul Williams. You know, Paul Williams. the Rainbow Connection. Oh, yeah, Paul oh, no. Williams is a great songwriter, not a great singer. Well, but here's a great, a great song by him, Donnie. Okay, Paul Williams. Listen to this one. Sure. <laughs> Here you go. She's, can't hear anything. Rainy days and Mondays. Rainy days and Mondays. But listen yes. to his voice. He's so beautiful. Don't you think this is beautiful? Uh, he's not singing yet. Hold on. Oh. I'm talking to myself and feeling old. I could play it on the piano. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing, Nothing ever seems, seems to fit. fit. Come on, guys. Hang, Hang on. Around. Nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. That's a lovely song. And he also wrote We've Only Just Begun. Yeah. Which started out as a commercial for a bank. Did you know that? No. And yes. then it and then it went to um, and then, The Carpenters. And then The Carpenters mm-hmm. made it a hit song. But it was oh. originally uh, a, a bank commercial, and it was a I, couple getting married. I love that, And they're Donnie. talking about You've Only Just Begun, you know, you, you the, hold the oh, banking and all that. Yeah. And then the Rainbow Connection, Rainbow and connection. and you give a little love. I would say that's one of my favorite yeah. Paul Williams. What, Donnie? You give no, no, a little... no. He's really he's a good. He, oh, I thought was, you were. He was. No, no, no. But he won a lot of Oscars and stuff. Didn't he win a lot of awards back know. in the day? Maybe I don't. Know. Um, but but who? Rainy he did win an Oscar. Yeah, Rainy Days and Mondays could yep. be a re. Someone could cover that. Uh, sure. Why not? Frank Ocean. Oh gosh, I'm so hint, sappy. Hint, hint. I'm so I know, I'm like, wow, we've gone down this really sentimental road right here. But then if you really wanted to get into my song playlist in the deep list, 
The Deep Sap. The, uh-huh. the, the Deep list. Sap. Oh, Killing Me Softly was his song with oh, Roberta Flack. Flack. Yeah. I like the Fuji's version. We'd play that when my dad moved out and we he moved into the Commodore Hotel. Yeah. Back way back mm. in the day, 1972. Mm. Oh, and that was the soundtrack to that and moment we would in time. Cry and play that oh, happy song. It's about Don McLean. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Mr. I, American Pie. Yeah, the woman that wrote the song uh, was went to see him sing, and she was so blown away by Don McLean that she was inspired to write the song "Killing Me Softly" with his song. Really? Yeah, okay, that, that is knowledge, Donnie. It's true. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna listen to Donnie tell us our next cover. Uh, th- was this? I won't the, play any more tracks. Is this, this something from the Olympics? <laughs> it is. Last so night? the Olympics. Um, s- somebody skated to this. Yes, are skating to the disturbed version of the Sound of Silence by Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, there we go. In restless dreams, I walked this is the new version. Streets of cobblestone With the halo of a streamlamp I turn my color to the cold and damp When my eyes were stained By the flash of a neon light Let's Okay, that's the disturbed version. I think I'm going to stick with the original. I like the original. You don't have to mess with it. You know, Donnie, if you could pull this up, I don't think that there's any swears in it, but do you remember the song by the Crash Test Dummies? I remember the band. What song was it? What song was it? He oh. sounds like that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Dis- Disturbed is a hard rock band, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, this is, we're going to tell you a little story behind Sounds of Silence, yeah. but this is the very first recording of Sounds of Silence from 1964. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I love this song. I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence I'm going to let it go a little bit more. In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp. Their harmonies okay, are beautiful. Okay, so that's, that's oh, the original. The original is incredible. That is the original. It's stunning. But it, then they did something to they it. They did. Electrified the, it. They did electrify it. Good call. Uh, when their first album came out called Wednesday Morning 3 a.m., it was a complete flop. Mm-hmm. It tanked. It sold only 2,000 copies. It was so bad that Simon and Garfunkel split up. It After was, their very first album in 1963? 2,000. People hate us. They don't like us. We're done. We're splitting up. I think Paul was in London. Simon was somewhere else. Well, unbeknownst to them, um, a producer at Columbia Records had a thought. You know, the birds, that whole folk rock movement, it's really taken off. Electric Rickenbackers in there. I'm going to do something a little different with the song, and you'll hear the difference after the first verse. Hello, darkness, my old friend. This, This part is the same. I've come to talk with you again. 
Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Now here comes the change In restless dreams I walked Oh, okay, they added a little whack of Yep. Well, that's all it took because the song became, as we know now, a huge hit. Simon and Garfunkel got back together, and if they hadn't, Simon might have stayed in England and Garfunkel stayed in college. Wow. Oh, I yeah, love, you just I, add that electric guitar yeah. and the drum the kit. The drums. Oh, the drums. that was so good. I know. <laughs> I oh, love gosh. that song. Oh, Thank you for sharing that, Donnie. Yeah, it was a great oh, story. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay, so someone just sent me a text. I have to share with you. I love both versions or all three versions of Sounds of Silence. Her husband discovered um, people, you know, the, the old covers and stuff are so much fun. And what else does she says that uh, she said? I have to... Uh, Ron discovered the the disturbed version that we just heard, you know, mm-hmm. that they're playing at the Olympics. So it's got tons of downloads now because people are just discovering it. Last year, she loves it. Plus, I have to share, back in her ice skating years, the slow part of her music competition was the Sounds of Silence, just the instrumental version. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely. Back then, you couldn't have words in your music. That's right. Which is just newly changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my gosh, I love knowing that, Miss You. You know who you are. Um, all right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. I loved that music. I hope people like it. Was like fun. It. I hope they enjoy that. Segment. I know. Deep cuts. We'll be right back. <laughs> the radio home of Oh my God, he was so good in Fargo season two. My talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, Donnie, you've got to play a little audio. We want to remind you that we're giving away John Bon Jovi, our last pair of tickets today. We're going to have you guess the celebrity voice in the 5 o'clock hour. Um, This is a new term that we learned today, and Donnie will play it, and then we'll give you the history. Let's talk about this pattern we see here and, and, and what exactly the National Enquirer did. It's called catch and kill. You, you pay for the rights to a story, then you don't run the story. They say it was because they didn't find the story credible. Correct. Uh, you know, this is the interesting and potentially troubling dimension, George. These, uh, you know, dirty stories about high-profile individuals would be used as leverage over those individuals. Catch and, and kill. kill. Catch or and kill. search and destroy, seduce and destroy. And Ronan Farrell was on with George Snuffleupagus on Good Morning America this morning talking about um, what the National Enquirer did is they bought um, a story and paid um, a Playboy playmate. Her name is, um, what the heck, is Karen, Karen McDougal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said she met Donald Trump at a Playboy Mansion party in 2006. He was married to Melania at the time, and she had just given birth to her son, Baron. And they had an affair for about a year. And Stormy Daniels happened in, during that same time. And um, she's, they paid her for her story. Yes. Okay. And it's called Cat, Catch, Catch and, and Kill. Catch and Kill. All right. So... This person at the time at the National Enquirer is friends with Donald Trump, and he bought the story, right. and then he... David Pecker. Yep. And what a name. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And so he buried the story. Yes. 
And um, I'd never heard this term before, but National Enquirer would pay a ton of people for their stories. And this has been very common. They've kind of lost their they've lost their vibe in the past two years because of American media. I don't know who owns them. Um, Well, American media owns the National Enquirer and they purchased Us Weekly. But I feel like, you know, there was a point in time when they did have some kind of journalistic cachet during the whole John Edwards thing. I mean, I think I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They were nominated. I think they're up for a Pulitzer for their work on investigating all that nonsense. And I used to go and we used to go to them all the time. I haven't gone to their website in two years. I haven't either. Because they don't have anything new or good. Yeah. But they used to pay people for stories and it was something that they did. But this is a true story. Right. And um, so that's a new catch and kill or seduce and destroy. Yeah. So I don't know if that will change anything, how people feel about anything. But I just it was a new term. And um, I thought it was a good one. Yeah. And you can read the whole thing. Ronan Farrow published a story in The New Yorker this morning. Mm -hmm. Lots to cover there. Lots to cover there. All right. And other um, Hollywood speaking people. Uh huh. Other things that we're going to Hollywood speak. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm Hollywood here. I'm speaking. here. Um, let's we're see. Gonna, we're going to speak about things. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to. Jeffrey Tambor. He um, was in Transparent, and he has been fired by Amazon, and he lashes out at the show runner, writer, director, producer Jill Soloway. And he says she's flawed and the Amazon investigation after his transparent exit was flawed, too. And this is what he said. He said, I'm profoundly disappointed. He obviously played the transgender person on Transparent and it has won many Golden Globe, many awards for that. I love the show. It's fantastic. It's one of my favorites. And, And I saw him. He wrote a children's book. I mean, he's a very old dad. And he oh, has young, really? young kids. Oh, okay. And he was on, I don't know, CBS Morning or something a couple of years ago. But um, he said he's profoundly disappointed in Amazon's handling of the false accusa- accusations against him. He said, I am even more disappointed in Jill Soloway's unfair characterization of me as someone who would ever claim harm or cause harm to any of my fellow castmates. In our four-year history of working together on this incredible show, these accusations have never been revealed or discussed directly with me or anyone at Amazon. Therefore, I can only surmise that the investigation against me was deeply flawed, biased towards the toxic, politicalized atmosphere that afflicted our set. I've constantly stated... I deeply regret if any of action of mine was ever misinterpreted by anyone, and I will continue to vehemently deny and defend myself. I also deeply regret that this groundbreaking show, which changed so many lives, is now in jeopardy. So I think that's interesting that they wouldn't even talk to him. Sure. You know, and and it's interesting, I think, you know, 
I hope that the truth comes out, whatever it may be. We don't mm-hmm. really have the details about what's happening. But what we do know is that Amazon Studios, which puts out Transparent, has had a lot of drama this past fall concerning at the their top. at the top at their executive. With dirty, dirty, yeah. dirty yeah. executives. Well, right. Programming chief then, Roy Price. He yeah. stepped down after being suspended over allegations of sexual harassment. Kevin Spacey. Kevin. Well, he's no, on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. He's I'm Netflix. Sorry. But but there are other executives at Amazon Studios who left over uh, accusations of sexual harassment. So what that tells me is that Amazon Studios is on high alert and they're one of their highest profile shows. Is This is what is happening. They are trying to clean house and they are trying to get back on the good track of PR. And, and I don't know what happened with Jeffrey Tambor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was like on the set. I don't know what happened. I read some of the accusations and, and, and they were sexual harassment, but we don't know. And so I think that he, Jeffrey Tambor, losing his job is just as much about the culture at Amazon Studios as is as much about the culture on the set of that show. Isn't that a shame, though? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, tough. because because yeah. you kind of you can see both sides yeah. of the Me Too movement. You really can. Uh, no, I get it. He's, you, he's, you know, it's to him. It's where's my due process? Yeah. Um, uh, and then oh. I I just looked into a little bit more about Jill um, um, Soloway. Actually, she's from Wisconsin, folks. She went to UW Madison, and she. Um, began her TV writing career on shows like Nikki and the Steve Harvey show. And then she um, did episodes of Six Feet Under, I Take You, I'm Sorry. And then she went on and actually transparent the pilot for Amazon.com. She developed with her sister because her parent became transgender, which I never knew. And that show actually has hired like an amazing amount of transgender people. I mean, they really have done some amazing things for the transgender community. So anyway, I just I just felt bad for him because he seemed like such a and you know you can't you can't we don't know the truth. Yeah, we don't know the truth. So we can only speculate about what is happening at this time. And I I understand where you're coming from Julia where you're like I we just we just don't know the information. So and then, I feel like you can't make a judgment on it based right. on that. And then the Star Tribune broke overnight the story of who um, accused Garrison Keillor of inappropriate behavior. It was a man, mm. um, Dan Rawls. Okay. And the story is very interesting, and it's, I can't get into it, but it's on the Star Tribune, and uh, Neil Justin worked on it. And um, it was pretty shocking to everybody about who even brought forth the case. And the women involved, the one woman, didn't even want to do it. Yeah. And didn't do it till he went, you know, it's... It's an ongoing story. Yeah, and, it is. And, and it's slowly rolling out and we're slowly mm-hmm. getting information about this. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. It's so. it's it's good reading. It it's interesting reading and it's on the Star Tribune. Dot com. All right. Next thing, next thing, next thing. Next, next on thing. the agenda. All right, yeah, now, please. Penelope Cruz. Uh, she speaks out the, about the Me Too and her frustration with the industry. She says, since the age of 25, journalists have been asking me if I was afraid of aging. Mm. It's crazy to ask that. And I've always refused answers. She plays Donna Televisace yeah. right now yes, on the um, C. And that show, which is so, Andrew Kananan is so vile. Oh. How about last night? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh. Wow. Derek, so, Derek Chris is he's just scary. 
just unbelievable. Um, and she says they would never ask a man that question at 25 or ever. Are you afraid of aging? No, yeah. What, no, Donnie, has see? anyone ever asked you in the context? Are no. you afraid of aging? No, never. No. And she no. considers it. She said everything builds up. And over time, she considers it to be part of an overall suppression of women. Well, I completely agree. With I do, her. too. I completely agree with her. And I hope I hope that we're moving the questioning on to more fascinating questions because hey guess what every single human being on this planet is aging oh you know mm-hmm. i don't know how do you feel about it well it's happening case closed moved on ask me about my career or any other things ask me about the book i read last ask me about how ask me my opinion about the weather julia it's I much just, more interesting I finish the book for next week i'm so proud i'm oh. just kidding mazel, mazel. We have yes. so many books coming up on our show that are so fantastic all right stay with us when we come back um you're not alone if this has happened to you